Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I want to take you back uh, just a few years, back to 1992. There was the President John F. Kennedy Records Collection Act of 1992. This was to secure the release of all of the records relating to the assassination of John F. Kennedy in 1962 or 63. 62, wasn't it? Um, or 63. Anyway. When he was assassinated, they sealed all of these records. 1992 comes along, the records are 30 years old, and they're like, okay, come on, let's, let's release these. They worked hard to get the information out. However, at the time, most assassination records being 30 years old, Congress stipulated only in the rarest of, case, uh, of occasions is there any legitimate need for continued protection they should be released. The review board anticipated, as Congress mandated, that all postponed information, anything that had been redacted, need to be open to the public no later than 2017. Okay? So, 1963... 1992 all the way to 2017 this is still not being released even though by law it's supposed to be okay what are they hiding that 60 years later needs to be protected we might have an answer because next week these documents are supposed to be released will they be and what do they hide jefferson morley the jfk facts editor joins us in 60 seconds i tend to think that there are some experiences better left unlived take identity theft i really don't have to go through you know somebody stealing my identity and then trying to piece my identity back together and reclaim my name i don't have to go through that to know it sucks it sucks However, it's going to happen to all of us and we will have that lived experience if we don't do something about it because everything we do is online. Don't cut internet safety out of the budget. Get 25% off a subscription right now to LifeLock. Top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe 
and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. No one can prevent all identity theft, but these guys, I think, are the best in the business. LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code Beck at 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or go to LifeLock.com and use the promo code Beck. LifeLock.com, promo code Beck. Use that promo code as well when you're on the phone with them at 1-800-LIFELOCK. Jefferson Morley joins us now. Hello, Jefferson. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Thanks for having me. Um, I am. Uh, I'm thrilled to have you on. I I don't understand what it is that they are still protecting after 60 years. Well, there's the big picture and there's the little picture. The big picture is there's about 16,000 U.S. government documents that contain some redactions ranging from a word, a name, to a paragraph, to a whole page. 16,000 different documents, most of those held by the CIA and FBI. So we're going to, some portion of those will be released next week. And then very specifically, people ask me, people at the Mary Farrell Foundation, at the JFK Facts uh, Substack, where I write, what are, you know, what are, what, what are they hiding specifically? And what they're hiding is what they've hidden all along, which is, the interest of CIA officers in Lee Harvey Oswald, the man who was accused of killing Kennedy, the interest in him before President Kennedy was killed. That's the story that's here. It's a very sensitive story, and the CIA is loath to surrender. Okay, so hang on just a second. It is not necessarily that he, the CIA contracted him to kill Kennedy. It's that the CIA was involved with him three months yes. before and had him running operations for them, right? They were using him for intelligence purposes, what's called psychological warfare, which can mean a wide variety of, of, of things. But they, it, what we, from, from the available record, what we see is that we see what's called a COINTELPRO style operation. Mm-hmm. You know what Co- COINTELPRO Explain is? Explain it for the listeners. So COINTELPRO is... Um, was a joint CIA-FBI program, which was in effect from the late 50s to the early 70s. And under COINTELPRO, the FBI or the CIA would secretly use tactics to harass, disrupt, destroy groups that were considered subversive, leftist, you know, um, Martin Luther King's Southern Christian Leadership Conference, Socialist Workers Party, sort of leftist groups that were officially considered subversive. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover, CIA Counterintelligence Chief James Angleton, they wanted to suppress these groups, harass them, get rid of them. And so what seems to have been going on was a CIA operation against an organization called the Fair Play for Cuba Committee, a leftist group to which Oswald belonged. That's where he was being used for intelligence purposes. You know, is is this operation evidence of a conspiracy? You know, we don't know. It might be just incompetence. You know, maybe they ran an operation and then this guy Oswald up and shot the president. That part we can't tell without getting all of the records. But something's going on here. And what they're hiding is their pre-assassination interest in Oswald. Does it does it strike you as um, we are living the same kind of history right now? Well, um, 
Tell me more about, you know, the, the, the comparison. We have the CIA and FBI involved in all kinds of things like a Twitter to silence people, to go after groups. The FBI is being used as a weapon. The intelligence departments are also being used as uh, as weapons. Uh, and um, it's I mean, go ahead. OK, I mean, uh, I mean, Glenn, if we're talking about the January 6th insurrection, I know yeah, and CIA response has been not inappropriate. So, yeah, no, I'm not. You know, I'm not I'm, talking about the January 6th. I'm, I'm talking about things that have been going on for a while. Just even look at the, what was uh, released with Twitter and the FBI's involvement in Twitter and the Hunter Biden laptop, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I don't know how the Hunter Biden laptop story is relevant to the JFK story. I, I do know what I'm talking about here. And, you know, I don't want the JFK story to get wrapped up in contemporary politics. The people who want the truth from the government on this issue are from the left, left people like me, people in the center, people who support President Trump across the political spectrum. There's wide support for this. So I don't want to get involved in a polemic about Hunter Biden's laptop. And this is just like that. The JFK story is unique in and of itself. I want to focus on that because it's a very important story that we're coming to see. Uh, I guess. I, 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 yeah, I. I understand your point of view, and I agree with you. It's smart to do that. <clears throat> I actually, I didn't mean it to, uh, I didn't mean it to pull you into politics, but I guess it was, it was a question well, I mean, that I would. Mean, it's so a fair we don't, question. Yeah, it's a fair question. Yeah, but I think it's it's a little bit of a sideshow, and I'd rather talk about something we agree about rather sure. than something we I understand. Disagree about. So, yeah. um, what is it that you're looking for that will be possibly released or held? Um, the, we're looking at the personnel files of CIA officers who knew about Oswald before the assassination, and these remain classified. So we're trying to understand how CIA operations worked in 1963, and the documents that we're seeking are known. They have been identified by the CIA as concerning things like intelligence methods, cover, travel, and this, I think, will give more detail to what was going on with these CIA officers and Oswald in the course of 1963. Do you have any doubt that Oswald did it and did it for his own per- personal desires? Uh, yes, I, do. I, I, I don't think that Lee Harvey Oswald was the intellectual author of Kennedy's death. I don't think that. He might have fired a gun. Um, I think he knew what was going on, but he was not. This was bigger than Oswald. And I think that the, the, the records that we're seeking will shed light on this. Was Did Oswald slip past all these CIA guys who were paying close attention to him in the summer and fall of 1963? Or was there something else going on where people were actually manipulating Oswald to make him be what he said he was, a patsy? And what was the CIA's motivation? You know, I, um, I think that we need to understand the depth of hostility to the Kennedy presidency in the upper levels of the Pentagon and the CIA in 1963. I think that there were people who were very afraid of Kennedy's policies on Vietnam and Cuba and regarded them as a threat to national security, a danger that had to be dealt with, uh, you know, by ex- extreme means. That's, you know, 
that's my opinion. There's other interpretations. That's why we need to see all the records. But yeah, that's my best guess. Okay, so the you president. you also wrote the book and just released the book on uh, the what is it? The Scorpion. Scorpions Dance. Yes. Yeah. About the CIA and Watergate. Correct. Can you go into yeah. that just a little bit? So Scorpion's Dance tells the story of the very complex relationship between President Richard Nixon, 35th president, and Richard Helms, the eighth director of the CIA. These men were both, you know, very powerful men from the mid-1950s to the mid-1970s. Helms as a rising officer and eventually director of the CIA, and Nixon as, you know, vice president as a lawyer, uh, super lawyer, and as president. So they have this very complex relationship because they're very, very different men. Nixon, this humble striver from the West Coast. Helms is the very picture of an East Coast, you know, aristocrat. But they managed to get along through Nixon's first term. And then comes Watergate. And so their relationship is tested because all of those Watergate burglars worked for the CIA or six of the seven. Right. So, so the book examines sort of what, how, how Watergate culminated in these two men's career, how it erupted and how they really, they were both brought down by it. Um, Nixon was forced to resign and Helms eventually was forced to plead guilty to obstructing Congress. And, um, it was the only CIA director ever convicted of a crime. So Scorpion's Dance is the story of those two men, Nixon and Helms. So out of that came the Church Commission, right? Right. And have we effectively cleaned it out? Is, is the oversight there? Because this, no, when you have no, it, unchecked spooky kind of power, it's good and it can be bad. And yes. you're not sure how, you know, most people don't even know who the head of the CIA is right now. Right. Um, you know, the church committee was the first effort of Congress to kind of rein in the CIA, cut their budget, hold them accountable. Um, that's when the Senate and House Intelligence Committees were created. And sort of the knowledge of what was going on in the world of intelligence was distributed a little more widely in the Washington leadership. It wasn't just concentrated in the CIA director. Now there's what's called the, the gang of eight, which is the house and Senate leadership. The eight top officials in Congress are also have the, are, are cleared to see any covert operation that's being undertaken by the U S government. Now we don't, that system of oversight is not very strong. It's been divided on, um, you know, partisan lines in recent years. And I mean, Yes, we do not have strong oversight of the intelligence committee community, and that's a problem. Um, Jefferson, will you do me a favor? If something comes out next week, when is this supposed to be released? Well, um, the deadline set by President Biden last year is December 15th. So (sighs) next Thursday, we expect that the archives will start depositing Who's the biggest obstructor of this? Is it the CIA? By far. About about 80% of the remaining documents that have redactions are CIA documents. So they are the agency that is most aggressive in asking for discontinued secrecy. And Trump tried to get it released. Biden says it needs to be released. No, 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 no. Actually, that's, that's wrong. Trump, 
Trump said it should be released, said it was released. Unfortunately, he lied and he caved to the CIA in December 17. Wow. And he kept the can down the road four years um, to Biden. So Biden got the question last year, what do we do with these JFK documents? And the CIA and the federal agency said, the COVID dog ate my homework. You know, we couldn't do it because of the pandemic. Right. So Biden said, okay, you have another year. So now we're at Biden's second deadline. Hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I, I, yes, go ahead. Biden acquiesced. And now hopefully Biden will do the right thing. Okay. Uh, Jefferson Morley, thank you so much. Uh, and you, uh, if there's something in there, I'd love to talk to you again uh, okay. about what you find. Thank you. We'll be in touch. You bet. Bye bye. Back in just a second. So there's only two weeks left for the Christmas holiday season from GenuCell. If you have a gift to give to anyone in your life that you actually like, I would recommend GenuCell highly. Uh, the people I like get GenuCell often because it's the best in skincare, the best you can possibly get. Now, from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off at GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best in skincare in the world. Whatever issue you might be having with your skin, forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, uh, bags and puffiness, even sagging jawline, you can see it disappear right before your eyes, and they don't just say that. They guarantee it. With its immediate effect, you'll see results in as, le- as little as 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. And included in every most popular package is your free uh, s- serum that is going to be for skin hydration and will restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Beck now. Enter the special code Beck for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Guaranteed delivery by Christmas. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I, uh, I appreciate his uh, viewpoint as a historian, uh, and as a historian, he doesn't want to tie it uh, to days, uh, today's events. And as a historian, I understand that. Yeah, he's going to stay out of that stuff. Right. Um, mm, uh, however, if you can't see the correlation here, if you can't see that these agencies are once again out of control— um, it history only matters when it informs decisions that are being made today. You use history to say, yes, this is possible. This isn't conspiracy because that's what has been said for the last 70 years since the OSS and CIA became an entity. These kinds of things have happened over and over and over again. And we don't have a protective wall to protect the American people and to protect the truth. There is no way to get the truth from these people. Yeah, I agree. You, you know, that's what you know, they say. History repeats itself, or at least it rhymes. Yeah. And your the point of learning history is to make sure those repetitions don't happen Correct. again. Of course, you want to know history just for knowing the truth. Yeah. But that's the really pragmatic applicable thing you're doing here and like look I, you know again as you mentioned like if you're a historian yeah he's not that's, that's not what you want to do right but it's interesting for us to learn it because you learn this stuff and you say okay what path should we avoid right like that that's why 
you learn about you know the Nazis. Every time you bring up the Nazis, people are like, oh my gosh, uh, how could you bring that up? You, you know, you can't compare that to today. And oftentimes that's true. In fact, almost all the time it's true because it's the most extreme example most of us can remember outside of the Communist Party, which for some reason is uh, deleted. Is more extreme, right? but <laughs> right? no, we don't think so no for No one wants reason. to bring that up. Whatever. Communist Party, Mao, whether you want to talk about Mao or Hitler or whoever you want to bring up, Stalin. You, you want to look at these things and not decide 10 minutes before the gas chambers open up that we should push back against these efforts this is almost what i said to jennifer say yesterday yeah after the interview we we sat around and talked some more um and we were talking about how people try to silence you um when you are pointing out facts she's uh, jewish her husband is jewish they're not religious at all but they are very well versed in the holocaust Mm. and uh i said you know i always got heat because i would say hey these are the seeds that lead to the gas chamber and i said you know if if i'm not mistaken never forget never again means when the seeds are being planted not at the door of the gas chamber going we shouldn't do this right. it's too late <laughs> too then. late at that point yeah, and she said i agree with you totally yeah you have to look at history and not look at the end but look at where the plants are being grown, where the seeds are being planted, and who's harvesting that field. And you you till that soil and get rid of all of that stuff at that point. Yeah, the time to check if there's a pool at the end of the water slide is not when you're halfway down it. You look from the top before you get on. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly right. Uh, by the way, a great interview with Jennifer Say. Um, she is the former Levi Strauss brand president that went on to point out their and her own hypocrisy on COVID. It is a great don't miss interview. The Glenn Beck program. You can find that on um, on podcast tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast. Also. Uh, on blaze tv tunnel to towers foundation has a promise it makes that it will do good and never forget those heroes who have sacrificed everything they could to help keep us free i love these guys they are they don't have a political agenda they just try to live their mission statement and this is their annual season of hope between thanksgiving and new year's eve the foundation is delivering mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of america's catastrophically injured veterans Fallen First Families, and uh, also Gold Star Families. Let me tell you about Maggie. She was 26 when she went to Afghanistan, and a suicide bomber um, really did damage to her body. She was permanently injured. Tunnel to Towers is delivering a fully adapted mortgage-free smart home to Maggie and her family for the holidays. It makes her life much, much easier. Never forget these heroes that have stood for us in our own communities and overseas. Donate $11 a month to, to, uh, to Tunnel 2 Towers. The web address is easy. It's T, the number 2T.org. That's T2T.org. Go to glenbeckmerch.com for all the Christmas presents you need. Use the code GLEN20 and you get 20% off. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, I heard about uh, Ted Cruz and uh, and his wife and their struggle with their daughter right now. Um, 
beyond beyond politics, beyond all of this stuff. Um, our children are in trouble. All of our children are in trouble. Um, his daughter is in trouble, and he's not really speaking about it, so I'm not going to say anything. I don't know anything. But um, I can tell you that, um, as you know, uh, if you've listened to this program before, I have had bouts of suicide in my immediate family with, with my children um, in the last few years. And uh, I am still battling with that with my children. Um, you might be too. And if you are a parent, I know what you're going through. You're worried you know, what could I have done differently? Is it me? Um, you know, what do I do now? It is a horrible place. Mental health and suicide is, uh, it used to be a dirty word. Nobody wanted to talk about it. And now I feel like we're still not really talking about it. And it is everywhere. I uh, wanted to talk to Jamie Kilstein today because um, he's got a, a podcast called Advice Not Taken, and he talks a lot about uh, suicide and depression and wanted to get him on today. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Hey, man. How you doing? Yeah, well, I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah. I. Uh, it's funny. I had... Uh, I had jokes in my head about the the, the politics of this and the, the the people who have made this political. And a after hearing your intro, I just want to, uh, you know, it's I didn't know you were going through that, and I think I'd rather open by talking about you know I've been suicidal. I've been really close and recently. And I've talked to people who are dealing with the same thing with their kids. And I think the first thing I want to say to you uh, as a friend and to people who are listening, whether it's them who's had suicidal ideation or it's their kids, is the sort of beautifully tragic, ironic part of everyone I've met who struggles with depression or suicidal thoughts is they are some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. Mm. I've ever talked to and they don't know that. And it's kind of our job to remind them of that, but it's oftentimes, man, it's the people who feel the hardest. It's the people who have the biggest heart. It's the people that we need more of. I mean, if, when you're struggling because you're so sad or you see the pain of the world and you don't know what to do and you feel so helpless, it's like, dude, you can't go anywhere. Like, we need more people like you. Mm. It's never the person who's like speeding to the, the you know, to cut, to cut you off in traffic, uh, to go to the concert, to stand in the front row, even though he's six foot five, like that guy's going to be fine. He's going to like a vegan restaurant and pyrotherapy and he's going to live forever. <laughs> um, it's these like, it really is, it's these people who feel like they don't belong. And what I always try to remind them is like, dude, those, I want to be around people who feel like they don't belong. Your favorite 
from your favorite musicians to everyone who followed Jesus, those were people who didn't belong. It's always the, the, the cool people. And the problem is, it is so hard to be different. And I mean, man, I can't even imagine growing up with social media, with the access to pornography, with all this stuff that kids have. I mean, I was a suicidal wreck, and I had access to, like, one Playboy in the woods that we all <laughs> right, uh, exactly right. and, like, pass it around, like, <laughs> you know, divorced parents with joint custody. <laughs> and, you know, I, 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 I'd have to wait till school to get bullied. Um, I'm a 40-year-old <laughs> man, and someone sends a tweet about something that's not true or calls me a name when I'm trying to talk about mental health. It's hard for me not to spiral. I know. Um, but I think that's the most important thing I wanted to say is that, like, it, it, not the cliche, you know, hey, we're all God's children, life is precious. Forget all that right now. It's that, like, you specifically, you listening to this specifically – who doesn't want to be around, you are so much more special than you think you are. And you have so many more people backing you up than you think you do. And it's, it's not just like, Hey, hang out, you'll get through it. It's like, no, 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 get through it. And then excel all of your wildest expectations for what you can do. Because I'm, I'm telling you, man, the people who feel that are special. When you get through it, um, uh, at least the first time when you get through it, it you are on guard um, from it the rest of your life yeah. when you because, you know, you, you figure out the first time that your um, that you, your brain can be your worst enemy. Uh, and when you go through a chemical depression, it, it's everything seems logical. All the, the ideas of suicide, it all seems so perfectly logical. Um, and yeah. all of the excuses that you have made, you're not looking at them as excuses. They're absolutely real to you. And when you really hit the bottom, you really truly believe the world would be a better place without you. And it's all a lie. Yeah. It's all a lie. Dude, I'm I'm so glad you said that because it's not this, you know, when it's been real for me, it hasn't been this like, she broke up with me. I'm going to like Selma and Louise myself off a cliff. No. It's been, it's been, you're right. This very like logical, like, Hey man, like we give it the old college try, you know, like we did all the things we made some mistakes. But, like, I thought we were on the right path, and we were getting better, and it's still not working. I still, you know, whatever it is, I still can't find the person I'm supposed to be with. I still can't, you know, dig myself out of debt. I still can't forget the things I saw in war. I still can't, you know, get this bully off my back at high school. Whatever it is. And you just go, yeah. Like, it would just... It, you know what it feels like, and this is horrible to say, the thought of it, it almost feels like a relief. It does. Where you just It go, does, and, oh, and in I my case, in I my case, it was, uh, my family will be better without me. I'm, I'm dragging everything else down. I'm this black hole that's dragging everything else down. First, you, with me at least, you blame everything. Right. And then when you realize none of those things are actually the problem, then you start to look in yourself and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm a black hole. And it's right. not only a relief from the 
the daily pain that you're in, but it is a, in the end, it becomes almost a sacrifice for the good of others. And it's just insane. It's insane. Yeah. Well, and I want to remind people listening right now that it's like everybody listening, I don't know what they think of me, but everyone listening is a fan of you as a person, not just as as a radio host. And so when they hear you say that, they go, well, that's crazy. Look, Look at how much good Glenn has done and has tried to do or whatever, but then there's still a part of them that goes, yeah, but I'm that I'm different. And what I want you to say is like the way you look at you, Glenn, when you talk about it is the way other people look at you. You know, so many Robin Williams was one of my closest friends and you know, that was not a person I expected to get a phone call about um, when he died. Now there were medical issues and, and stuff happening behind the scenes, but still, you know, he thought it would make the world better or his family better. And it's like, I mean, people still come up to me rocked about what happened to him. I still think about him on a daily basis. And it's like, what, why are you different? Anyone listening? Like, how are you different? You still have something inside you that, other people love that other people need. And I know it feels like you don't, but like, man, I'm telling you, everybody you look up to, like they've had the exact same thoughts that you have. We're just better at pretending um, that it doesn't exist. And especially around the holidays, again, on social media, I feel like every time I open up Instagram, I'm just like, are all of my friends hotter than me at having kids and families and giant Christmas trees? Mm. And like, and, and you start to feel like you don't belong, but like all of those people, one, I mean, Instagram's a lie, but two, um, also follow me on Instagram. Cause I'm definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's at the Jamie Kilsey. Give him an old F you and follow me. Right. Um, but he, it's really hard where it's like, man, the negative stuff on social media makes me feel negative. Then the positive stuff on social media makes me feel like I don't have enough. And you have to remember that again, everyone you look up to not only has had thoughts like this, not only has dealt with depression and their own demons, but also like they've struggled and, 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 and what got them to that picture you're looking at right now is pushing through the struggle. And then guess what? Not only are you better but now you're armed with what me and Glenn have where you can now help other people who are going through it. And you can go, Hey man, I was there too. And I'm telling you, you're going to be okay. And like, what a gift that is to literally be able to save people's lives because of the lowest moment of your life. Jamie Kilstein, uh, the uh, host of advice, not taken a comedian that uh, <clears throat> has kind of taken hiatus from uh, a lot of that and is just still naturally funny. Uh, but he is concentrating on uh, advice not taken and concentrating on things of the spirit and the soul and uh, and health. Jamie Kilstein, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Tuscan. You bet. Are you tired of not only paying far too much for your mobile phone service, but also knowing that some exorbitant amount of money that you're shelling out every month is going to support causes that you don't believe in? In fact, causes that you stand against. One of the best things about living in a country where, for now at least, there's still a free-ish market is that you can decide who to do business with. You get to decide who earns your business and who doesn't. 
Patriot Mobile was built to give you a choice, and it is clear. You're going to get the same reliable phone service at a lower cost, and none of your money will go to leftist causes. They are the only Christian conservative wireless provider in America. And here's the guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. So just go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Beck. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or country, support a company that does. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. I I, I want to uh, share this. I <clears throat> I've been reading Ezekiel, and uh, this morning I walked in and I I read a chapter, and I left it open right in front of my my uh, computers, and I remember thinking just about an hour ago, I don't ever leave it there. Why did I just leave that there? And while I was talking to Jamie, I think I know why. Um, I, I was reading Ezekiel today and it was talking about how uh, Israel has just lost its way. And it's so, so good about America, the end of uh, chapter 33 and then 34 and uh, 34 is woe to you shepherds who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, you clothe yourself, you wool and slaughter and, you have the choice of animals, but you don't take care of the flock. You haven't strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You haven't brought back the strays or searched for the loss. You've ruled them harshly and brutally. They were scattered because there was no shepherd. They were scattered. They became food for all the wild animals. My sheep wandered all over the mountains and over every high hill. They were scattered over the whole earth, and no one was searching or looking for them. Therefore, you shepherds, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, because my flocks lack a shepherd and so have been plundered and has become food for all the wild animals, and because my shepherds didn't search for my flock and cared for themselves, I, I will stand against the shepherds. And I will hold them accountable for my flock. The thing I got out of this, and the reason why I think I thought of it with Jamie, was um, uh, about a year ago, I was thinking, honestly, about myself. And I was thinking, how do I protect my children? How do I protect from this coming storm? And uh, I felt really strongly kind of a chastisement and i felt the lord said to me i can't tell you anymore what i can do to you what you can do to help yourself but i can tell you what people need and how you can help them and it was um kind of a shameful moment and uh and I, I work very hard now to think of others. Uh, first, there are a lot of people 
around us right now, especially during the holidays. But it is, it is rampant in our families, in my family. Uh, I, I just, I, 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 I can't even begin to express what's happening. Um, and we're all going through this. We're all going through this. We need to look out for one another. We need to, uh, the shepherds have done a really poor job, but uh, you don't have to be a sheep. Even though we might all be sheep in the end, we really need to go out and look for our other lost brothers and sisters and heal them and bind, the, uh, bind up the injured bring them back into the fold as much as we can. The Glenn Back Program.